This, 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 this is mythical. Ear Biscuits is supported by AC Pro. It's blazing hot outside. You get into your car and turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows out hot air. The issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. Welcome to Ear Biscuits, the podcast where two lifelong friends talk about life for a long time. I'm Link. And I'm Red. This weekend. <laughs> uh, what? <laughs> this week at the round table of dim lighting. It's I thought we might be in the, uh, you know, this week in the table, but it's this week at the table. Oh, okay. I'm just thinking about this weekend, man. We got quite a weekend planned. Um, this week at the round table of dim lighting, I'm going to tell you something that's going to blow your mind. Regarding? Interstates. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Unless you happen to already know this. Well, that made a little bit of snot come out my nose. And we're going to cover, <laughs> at least it wasn't as bad as the mashed potatoes that you, in gravy that you got on your overalls. Well, that's why I got a it. A moment that's, ago. That's why I got my, my, my bibs on. What, are, we, are we dealing with things? Oh, no, no. I just meant if you needed a tissue. Oh, oh tissues. No, I don't need it. I don't need a tissue. Okay. Just because I got snot coming out of my nose <laughs> and mashed potatoes on my work wear bib. Well, you know what? That's what it's there for. That's the purpose of it. And that's why they're white. Yeah. So they'll show all the stains that you get on them. Apparently there's some gravy on my my taters. Um, I I, want to talk a little bit about um, some fashion aspirations that I got. Not related to wearing uh, these white overalls, but I'll get to that later. Aspirations? Because I can't wait to hear about interstate mind-blowing. Unrealized aspirations? Yes. You need to slow down, man. Yes, Dang. there's something there's something that I want so bad and I just don't know how to get it. And I'm so jealous of the people who have it. Okay. Uh one thing I would like to do quickly is just re I don't want to revisit our quickie conversation which Turned into an argument pretty quickly the last time we were together on this podcast. You don't want to revisit it? Uh, I just want to, I don't want to revisit the argument. Okay. I just want to uh, give you, I just happened to, in light of Why our are you conversation, this can of worms? in light of our conversation, I was just like, I'm curious, right? Because again, just to, to not to resurface the argument, but to, we began talking about the aspect of quickies, and I think I mistakenly started by asking Link how long he thought a quickie was, at which he said 13 minutes, at which I said, what are you trying to prove? <laughs> and then... And and the truth of the matter is, I wasn't trying to prove anything. Uh, yeah, and, I, and I, you know what? I believe that is true. Uh, but inevitably, by, by starting the conversation with you thinking that a quickie was 13 minutes, I was left on no man's land, as is demonstrated in the way the conversation was interpreted. However, I now have some scientific information I would like to throw your way. I don't, I, so, so you're bringing this back up again no, no, in order to... No, I'm bringing back up because... Like, say that, like, to prove that I was wrong? Uh, I don't, I just don't understand. Uh, no, no, okay. Okay. What, what's your motive my motive is that I was genuinely interested in what is the average length of penetrative vaginal sex. Okay. And has there been any research that has done been done on this? Yeah. Okay. And so now Because I was on the record by the end of the episode of saying that like I don't I don't even we weren't even talking about we the same thing. We weren't talking about the same thing. Exactly. So, I was talking about a quickie. Right. And I was, and you weren't. I was talking about a quick sex sexual encounter. session, right? Different thing. Different thing. I was, and so when I was talking about a quickie, I was actually talking about a quickie. <laughs> and so then I was like, okay, so what do what you're, does the you're internet trying to clear actually, your name? Uh, no, okay. See, so now I am going to get defensive. I did, because I just are don't you know are why you not genuinely interested? Again. Okay, so all right, how long do you think? What do you think the average? for vaginal penetrative sexes. And this is, okay, so there's two studies that have been done. Okay. But there was one where they basically gave uh, like 500 couples a stopwatch and said, we want you for a month to, act, to, to begin having sex. And, we, and I'm talking about the moment of penetration to ejaculation, okay? Great. Started, 
Not September. Right. My answer is going to be 13 minutes no matter what because I feel okay. like now i got to die on this hill for some reason. Well, no, but 13 no, minutes. Whatever you, makes you happy, no, no, 30 seconds. So, no, and according <laughs> 20 to, seconds. on your chronological time scale, which is redundant, 13 minutes was your quick version, just so we just so understand. That's why I said, what are you trying to prove? Would you believe me? I just want to go on record and say I am never trying to prove anything. It, <laughs> that's evident. It, 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 how long do you think is the? Uh, you're not interested in this. Are, do you? No, I'm okay. Yeah, a I'm thousand interested. couples surveyed themselves, just in and outs. How long? Um, why are you doing this to me again? You're asking me to give a number. I can't do this. I don't do this. I don't measure things. I don't. I don't do numbers. Okay, but so it now, might be interesting. It just might be interesting. Um, <laughs> 90 seconds. Does that make you happy? Well, you think the average is 90 seconds? <laughs> I don't, I re my brain does not work in this way, dude. Well, certainly you have a guess. Like, I just gave it to you, 90 seconds. Well, no, it's not 90 seconds. Um, the average for vaginal sex was three to seven minutes, coming out at an actual average of about, the second study, it was five and a half minutes was like the thing that they actually landed at, was the average, okay? Okay. Now, so, I, so just to kind of give you, when I was thinking quickie, what I was thinking was, Again, and and then I looked up to make sure that I'm just not crazy. And so the sort of the generally accepted definition of a quickie is penetrative sex that happens without foreplay. Usually it's just a quick sexual encounter. And almost always, given the nature of the time frame, it is only the male who experiences orgasm, which, as I explained last time, inherently a selfish thing on the part of a man. That's why it is a very small part of the sexual pie <laughs> pie so to speak okay for me okay but speaking of 13 minutes i thought that you might be encouraged to know uh that the average time to achieve orgasm uh for a woman is 13 and a half minutes so there you go technically when you stop 30 seconds short <laughs> No, that's of average. your wife having an orgasm, it is. Uh, it is. I guess it's technically a quickie for you. And but what I'm telling that's not, you, that's, my answer was that the quickest that we could both. Yeah, yeah, go. yeah. Right, right. Which is not the definition of a quickie. Just you know, colloquial speak speaking or scientifically so, speaking. You know what? You're so right. <laughs> I'm so glad you brought this up again. I haven't thought about it once since we talked I, about it. But hold on. But what I'm, I'm just not once. This is not interesting to you. <laughs> I'm so interested. I'm just saying I, I'm not invested in it personally. Right, but you've been vindicated that a 13 minute sexual session, if you're both interested in achieving orgasm, is almost long enough to actually achieve that. Uh, that's and you know, that's exactly what I was talking about. So, if in Link's world, well, Link's definition of a quickie, which I would we'll just call it Link's quickie, okay, which also would be a great fast food. Let's joint. just call it a quick one. I think that's what we call it. Can we get a quick one? We, okay. Can we get a in quick which one? Both people yes. achieve orgasm. If you get to 13 minutes, you're getting close to that. But if you're going with a traditional selfish quickie, we're really saying five and a half. You've got to be quicker than five and a half minutes because five and a half minutes is the average length of penetrative sex up to orgasm. So, so you're actually trying to, I'm not trying to say anything. I think that's the interesting thing. I'm trying to communicate the facts. <laughs> you're attaching motivation. I'm not saying why, why I'm motivated to do it. You're attaching motivation to why I'm trying to do it. I, so when a scientist goes I out, say what it was, when a scientist but... goes out and does an experiment and comes back with his results, is your first question, what are you trying to say, man? Why are you bringing this up? Well, I'm bringing it up because it's interesting. What can people learn from facts? I'm glad you did. So if you're lasting five and a half minutes, and I think what they were doing is they were inserting and then thrusting continually. Good. Until orgasm, which is yeah. not recommended, you know. 
You want to you don't you want to do other things. Mm-hmm, but right. so technically, a quickie would be anything less than average, probably on the lower end of that, because in the survey, what they found is that couples lasted from if, a range. Do you know what the lowest was? The lowest recorded. Well, I read the article. I just can't remember. Thirty-three seconds. So that's what I call gorilla, gorilla mode. Okay, <laughs> we've established that that's what I call gorilla mode. They didn't call it gorilla mode in the article, in the study, and maybe they will the next time they come out with it. <laughs> so gorilla mode is about thirty-three seconds, which I, like I said, it's not easy. But under certain circumstances, is if I'm potentially being attacked, if I'm protecting resources, that kind of thing, I might be able to go gorilla mode and pull that off. And the you're, high end you're of potentially the, being attacked. <laughs> the high end of the I average mean, is 44 minutes. So that might be somebody in your family, uh, you know, if, if so, because you're a 13 minute quickie man. Even though you did then say that snail mode. Then you didn't. Did so you, did you I guess call it something? somebody was able to continually thrust for like two episodes of the Kardashians. You know, well, they weren't watching the Kardashians because I just think that is it a uh, half hour show? I think they're attractive. Is it a half hour show? Uh, I think it's I think it's in the forty. I think it's an hour show. Two episodes of Seinfeld, mm-hmm. just to be clear. Yeah, yeah. twenty two minute show. So anyway, I Streaming. thought I, I thought I'd bring that up for science. <laughs> I'm glad you did, man. I'm glad you did. I don't want to go gorilla mode on you. <laughs> so if you have quickie, because gorilla mode what? can mean other things too. It doesn't just mean quick sex. It also means beating your chest and then beating the hell out of somebody, which I don't. I'm not going to do that because I'm. You know, they're vegetarians. They actually they look very menacing, but they never arm. They don't arm a soul. They're also endangered. It's a serious issue. So how do you feel? Interstates. How do you feel about being enlightened? No, no, I, I want I want to save interstates. I really that's that's really what gets me horny. Uh, I've got I've got a story. You should have you should have lubed me up with an interstate mind blowing. Oh, well, I've got a story. Before you went back to I've got a quickie. I got a story about something that happened to me, and then I've got interstate facts. I feel like I need to hear something from you before I get into any of that. Oh, okay, if you want to know about my fashion stuff. Uh, right after we let everyone know a couple of things. Uh, we're still in the midst of my birthday sale. Happy which birthday. Which lasts a week. Zone. I think from the 10th through the 18th, mm-hmm. we are, uh, I am, giving 10% off yeah, all first-degree plans and 20% off all second- and third-degree plans to the Mythical Society. I'm going gorilla mode on giving away discounts. You have 30 seconds <laughs> To join. Uh, No, you have until the 18th of October to join. Take advantage. Come on. Take advantage. Get in there on a mythical society. Lots of interesting things. In fact, something that we shot last night, which is why my eyes are so red, because we were just like, it was exciting. We were screaming. So scared. We were so scared. We may have announced it by now, by the time this comes out. I don't know. But something very, very worth your while that we did with Stevie. And I'm sore. That made us, I'm sore too. Neck. Oh, yeah. Stevie hurt her neck just while we were doing it. Yeah. The jerking. It's all the jerking. (laughs) If that that tempts you. Also, while it's my birthday week, I'm going to take uh, advantage of this opportunity to remind you that the second single from my upcoming EP, I make music under a moniker, James and the Shame. I, I wrote a song about my wife. It's called... Uh, the one I love to find. It came out on Friday. You can go listen to it. But also, I have made the physical album available for pre-order. So the vinyl, the cassette, and the CD. You can go ahead and pre-order the entire EP, all six songs. Unfortunately, you are going to have to wait until release day to hear all of the songs, but you will get a digital download of the songs this time. It's something I didn't do last time, but people requested it. So I'm like, hey. I'm going to do that. Um, so you so can you pre-order get, that. So you get the album. You buy the album, and you can get the digital download. Yeah, and then when it hits streaming, right? And then when the different physical aspects are ready, the vinyl will take the longest just because of supply chain. Uh, but they'll they'll come to you when they're ready, 
And there's also some some merch associated with this whole EP that's available. So jamesandtheshame.com, which just automatically redirects to jamesandtheshamestore.com, but you oh. don't need to know that. Okay. So but if you wanted to know it, thank you for supporting you just heard that. The music. Uh, and I'm gonna I am signing some uh, up to a certain amount. Oh. And then I stop. But I'll let you know when I'm doing that. I may have already, I don't know. I don't think so. No, I haven't stopped signing yet. Earbiscus is supported by DoorDash. I'm keeping less alcoholic beverages in my house um, lately. I'm kind of on that swing of the pendulum. Okay. But I will say there's times when when you wanna crack open an adult beverage. Yes, it happens. Sometimes amongst friends, sometimes alone. <laughs> I don't, I, I don't I, wanna get into the details. I recommend with friends. If you're looking to celebrate with some special drinks, Here's to alcohol deliveries with DoorDash. Whether you're hosting, sending a congratulatory gift, or just staying in to chill with a cold one, DoorDash is an easy call. The alcohol selection on DoorDash is top shelf. With thousands of stores all over the country, you're sure to find what you're looking for and more. They have it all, beer, wine, mixers, and for those that don't drink, mocktails and more can be delivered straight to your door. Save up to 25% off up to a $15 value when you spend $35 or more with code ear. So whether you're grabbing drinks for an event or staying in for the night, DoorDash is here to help you have a great evening, any evening. Terms apply, must be 21 or older to order alcohol, drink responsibly, delivery and promotions available only in select markets. Okay, let's hear about your fashion aspirations. I, I mean, how much stuff do you buy through Instagram ads? Um, like I'm just trying to quite it, a, quite a bit. Like I've I think I've said this before. I'm on record I think saying that I a lot of times I'll go on Instagram when I feel like shopping, and I'll just scroll through the crap that normally I would be on Instagram to see, which is mostly like camper vans driving through national parks. I think that's what my Instagram is mostly, and okay. then it, like. And then genius lyrics. I think this is what my Instagram is. Genius lyrics. It's ge you genius, mean like genius.com? Genius.com. Okay. Um, and then yes, a couple of mythical things show up. But I'm really just going past all that to get to the next ad because it's pretty good at showing me stuff that I think I want to buy. It's pretty well targeted. Um, I will say I keep getting ads for. Um, like legitimately two or three a day from that company that you have all the stuff from, and I feel like I can't buy anything from that company because it's oh so the the clothing imperfect imperfect. I'm like I can't do. I mean, well, I the, yeah, this is actually from. I'm like I can't get this stuff from no, here can't. because I I pretty much own like right eighty percent of what they make. But I don't know how to tell them to stop. Now you don't. You do Todd Snyder because I'm kind of into. I've done some Todd Snyder, but it's a little too dressy for I, me. I found that Todd Snyder is to me the fit is so important that mm -hmm. I, I'm getting a lot of Todd Snyder things. Get the tall boy, but fit. but there is a lot of stuff that's just I ain't gonna pay that much for a freaking shirt that looks like a coat. Yeah, it's and it's pretty. It's a little too New York for me, but I love it on you now. Okay, I'm gonna give. You know what? I went through that wave. It's not for me anymore. Oh, okay. I think it fits okay. you. Now, so, okay, again, <laughs> you throw these little barbs, man. I throw the barbs? You throw, the, I didn't you throw, throw a, a lot of barbs. On the other thing. You get away with it because you wear overalls and you're cute. But <laughs> I just want you to know that you throw a lot of barbs, but you get away with it. We have to run interference on who our brands are. And I'm just saying, I bought some stuff from Todd Snyder, and now I'm... It's it's not exactly. Me. I feel like it's more you than me. Okay. But and it just it doesn't have anything to do with any sort of wave or being ahead or behind anything. Right. But this is probably you, when you I can, need to announce my new line, Gorilla Mode. You can dress up. Listen, this is this is a sincere. <laughs> this is what's really behind this. I think you can you can dress up more than me, and it works for you. Like if I I feel if I dress up. I start to get self-conscious that I'm a little boyish. Now, and I'm sitting here wearing, <laughs> wearing some careful, overalls today. Careful now. <laughs> you know, I do have this boyish chip on my well, shoulder. Well, I think it's a combination, a button-up button with glasses, 
Yeah, there's something to. It could be a little. Too, it could be a little too buttoned up. And Todd Snyder is more dressy. That's and it's. So I think that it fits you. You know, it's like you got the you got the rugged beard and all the shaggy hair, and it balances. I out. don't look like I'm walking into a business meeting at any time. Right. Even if you're wearing that stuff. Right. Right. So but it might I look like a dressy lumberjack. I feel like I've I can't do that. So I am envious of that. So maybe that's where the barb came from. I'll own that barb. Okay, Bro. barb. Um, but yeah, I'll still get their ads. I got some ads for some shoes. And, you know, shoes these days, the soles are getting so big. Yes. And I'm like, do I? And then I'm like, I don't, I don't think, I don't think I'm going to get on this train. And then you, you see so many soles you're like, what well, they do? They look, they look so comfortable. They really do. I'm gonna get some of these. I wish I had them on today. I forgot I was gonna talk about this. I warm this. Well, I'll get to this. So I saw these shoes. I'm not even gonna say the brand. And uh, I'm like, I'm gonna get. Yeah, I'm gonna get these things. And it's just so much easier to shop. First of all. Because right there on Instagram, you're just like sliding, and then if you, you know, left, right, whatever. They make it super easy. It's Apple so Pay. easy. You're right. It's so easy. It's too, it's too easy. You, it's too easy. Well, shopping is is just the bane of my existence. Oh, I hate I going I into hate a store. It. Like, I don't, I just cannot, I just can't do it. Oh, God. It's so, it's like torture. It's it's like bloodletting, you know? It's like everyone on the outside thinks it's good for you, but then when it happens to you, it kills you. Like it, I can feel the the energy draining from my body when I'm walking through a store, and everything fits me. I'm not like you, yeah. where it actually sucks to shop. Yeah, I don't know. Actually, I don't know why you don't like it because the thing I don't like about it is I if I take ten th things into the changing room, one fits. I if know, I'm man. lucky. Listen, I'm sorry, dude. Can I touch your shoulder? And you have to like put it on and button. There's lots of and I'm buttoning up. You know, I'm buttoning because you got to so much. You got to do a couple of buttons at least to get it to close. How many more buttons do you even have to button than the average person? Probably one. Oh, it's probably just one extra one. Might be two. I think they actually just spread them out. I don't really know. I've never thought about button counting. Yeah, I do think they probably because then proportionally. You know, you'd be like, actually, I think you can. No, I think it may be a new button because if buttons are too far from each other, oh, he's gaping. Then you see into people's yep. shirt. Yep. You don't want to see a gaped nipple. You'd have nipple gape. I'm not really that concerned about it, but it just—it's not very becoming. I saw these shoes. I'm like, man, they look comfortable, and I don't have any black sneakers that really work for me. And I, you know what? I'm gonna get these. Oh, the black on black. I saw that you had. Uh, the soles are brown. Oh, but they're all dark. The whole th the whole shoe is dark. The whole shoe is dark. Which I've always interpreted as a dorky shoe. Hmm. Um, and that's probably that's probably you know that's probably my issue. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I, maybe it is, because uh, yeah, I was thinking, I don't know if this looks cool, so maybe that's what makes it cool. Makes it cool. Trust me, I'm. Yeah, I got several. We do. Things. I do think these things. I've got several things now that I'm like, I don't like actually, objectively, subjectively like these clothes, but I think that they're in style. Yeah, and that's no way to live. But we well, do it. you kind of have to if you want to seem like if you're it, not a middle-aged man. I wanted to I wanted to look kind of fashion forward, but it's got to it's got to feel good to wear. Really? You know, it's got to it's got to lay right on your body or around your foot. And I get these things and the damn toe is all narrow and I'm like, "Oh, my 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 toes are being smushed. These are not comfortable." I bought them because I thought they were they were they looked so comfortable, so smushy. You know, it's not a hoka, but it's like a rip off Instagram hoka, kinda. Okay. Okay. Hoka. <laughs> <laughs> and the way that they're made, like it's almost like there's a sock inside of it. All these tennis shoes now, there's like a. Yeah. It's like the inside is not is there's a whole. Neoprene-ish type sock thing happening under there. But I, this seems like it might be a good idea. Though. It seems like He's, a good but idea. You don't seem happy about it. And I'm like, well, they squished my toes, so I got to return them. It's just narrow toe. And I tried to return them. They're like, you bought these on sale. 
You can't, you can't, we want, you can't return them. And I just, and I was like, well, well, is that how it works? You can't return. It probably said. It's like no returns. It probably said no returns. Yeah. It's, I but guess you were so good at shopping and so fast that you missed it. So then I'm like, you know what? I'm going to make this work. I do like how they look. They're growing You're on me. Cut your foot. I'm going to wear these shoes without a sock because there's a neoprene sock inside of the shoe anyway. And how's that going to make your toes fit? Well, there's less room. Taken up by a sock. How big are your socks? Well, there's every little bit helps, man. I can't return them. Okay. So I'm like, I got to make these work, and it's 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 like a smooth material in there. Is it removable and washable? No. Okay. I foresee a problem here. And so I throw them on, and I already knew this was true. I can't wear shoes without socks. <laughs> you get sweaty. Because my feet sweat, and I don't even have this like super ultra hydrosis of the foot. Like I just, I'm like a normal foot sweater. There's some people who are like their feet are sweat no matter what. I don't know who. I don't know anyone. I mean, I see people wearing shoes without socks. I don't. I'm so jealous of these people, and I know there's I think, no. It's I think not that sweating. there's not that there's no show sock in there. I think they're sweating. It's like. There's something about, I just, I don't know why, but I love the idea of wearing a shoe without a sock. Well, it's the, it's like the thing that I want more than anything right now. And I, I, well, I can't have it. The moment I put my shoe in there. Why do you I want mean, it so bad? The moment I put my foot into that strange. shoe, I was like, yeah, this, I think these shoes are made for that. There's a neoprene liner in there. Well, I have an answer for you, and it relates to another ad that I, I don't want your answer. Get. I want your empathy. Well, don't you want to wear a shoe without a sock? Well, yeah, because I is have it, a pair of loafers that are coming in the mail right now. Isn't that a pair of like leather loafers? Because and, and you're planning on wearing them without socks? Well, no, I was planning on wearing them with my little sh no-show socks. You're, so I know, and you're self-conscious about that. Yeah, but when they don't show, I'm not self-conscious about it. I, try, I also get ads for... I tried to wear the shoe with a no-show sock, and you know what it did? The no-show sock... Showed. Just, well, no. It bunched up. It went down over my heel, and it's bunching up all down in there. That's because you got a bad sock. And it was the special type that's not supposed to do that. Because the sock-like liner of the shoe is so slick that it sucks the sock. It eats the sock off my heel. Okay. No you, matter what. Do you get the ads for the cream that keeps you from sweating, and they have it for your hands, they have it for your feet, and they have it for your face? Do you get those ads? No. So I probably get the ads because, as you know, it's not nearly as bad as it was when I was, I mean, in high, middle school and high school, and probably into college, like, you think my hands are clammy now? Oh, I know you have the, you had the problem. It was, I, the reason I, I ended up getting that dry saw, you remember that? Because I was playing basketball and I, and I needed to be able to hold on to a leather basketball and my hands would get so sweaty. Well, I'm, am now there's I'm a, amazed, by the way, that back in the day, pre-internet, that you discovered this product and used it on your hands. Asked a, um, we asked the doctor. I, a, a doctor told me. I, I didn't like find the information in like, the library. Because right now it's probably an ad on TikTok. So there's a new product, and I'm not going to say what it is, and you probably get this ad, but, like, they're doing so much internet advertising. You know, there's, there's brands that, like the ones that we've been talking about so far, they're just spending a lot of money on the internet and actually making yeah. good ads, and right. they've kind of figured out that game. Mm -hmm. Well, they've got, for your, they've got a deodorant that is like a super hyper-effective deodorant, but then they've got creams for your face, for your hands, for your feet. I don't know how it works. I'm assuming that it probably has, uh, it probably does has has aluminum in it, and it like clogs your pores and eventually stops the sweating or something. I don't know. That's why I'm not mentioning the brand because I don't know how it works. But they make it for your feet, and uh -huh. if you really really want to wear something without a sock and you don't want to wear the no show sock, listen, I got these loafers coming and they're so low that the, yeah. the I got to get a no show sock that's just barely holding on to my foot. Just like, just like grabbing on both sides of my foot and just holding on for dear life. You know yeah. what I mean? Yes. And then I see the, the the people, the cool guys who wear like a loafer. When I say cool guy wearing a loafer, I'm picturing that guy that paints the cowboy paintings. Oh, I. He's yeah. my fashion. He's my fashion inspiration. 
I st- I love his paintings. I don't know what is. Does well, he he's post- way cooler than I'll ever be. Um, Mark, he's a, he dresses like cowboy. Mark Margiotti or something like that. Can y'all look that up? Just yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's about. That's almost it. He's like a. I don't think Western he's, paintings. I don't even think he's American. He's too cool to be American. But he's like, he's too good looking to be good at something else. Do you know what I'm saying? He's like too painting? good looking to be that good of a painter. Yeah, and that good of a dresser. Okay, but he's it's really working for him, and um. I don't know if I'm saying his last name right. Margiotti? Is, are y'all looking it up? Yeah, we're looking it Mark up. Mark Margiotti, painter, Western. You'll see a guy with like a mustache. Maggiori? Yes. I'm trying to find an image of him. Yeah. <laughs> it's just. Yeah, I've, I'm, just, I, just, I think I've seen the guy. He's like a. Mark Margiotti style. Like, search that. And then he comes up and he's got like. Um, like, he, he dresses. He's got a w- windblown kind of a. Pretty band. masculine. Ah. You know what I'm saying? Pretty masculine, but he's doing oh, the like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, see, now the ladies have found Hello. him. <laughs> Hello, Mark. Now look at the. Keep your eye on the paintings. <laughs> and this guy's got style for days. Now he wears a lot of hats. I'm not really doing the hat thing, but it's you know he's embracing the sort of like how things have gotten a little bit bigger, and he, so he's wearing like the pleated pants. He'll tuck a butt a loose fitting button up into pleated pants, but then he's like he's always got these loafers on. And I'm like, loafer. Should I? Do, I mean, this is. I don't know. I'm just. I'm experimenting. Should, am, I, am I gonna do the loafer thing? Mm-hmm. And um, so I've got some coming in the mail. Not here yet. Don't know what's up. You thinking you're gonna have to buy some sweat, sweat feet? But I'll tell you right now, I am 100 percent sure that he doesn't have no show socks on. Right. A guy that cool. That's what I'm saying. But so, but there's if, something. If you about pull his loafer off and smell it, what it, does it smell like? It probably smells wonderful. It probably stinks. <laughs> you know, uh, but if I did it, it would smell like it, trash. You know what? It might smell like the leather from the loafer. Maybe that's your think answer. The loafer, do you think the leather, the leather overpowers it? Yeah. The, the loafer leather makes your feet smell better. Maybe that's the his thing. His paintings are cool, too, by the way. There's something magical and seemingly unattainable about just the, just the carefree nature of sliding your unsocked foot into a shoe. Right. It feels like, why do I have this little teeny sock that feels like something from the future, like an astronaut would put on before he got into a suit? Like, why do I have these? It's not just because I don't like the way it looks when you see my feet. It's that it it's feels like... It's a connection like with... I'm cheating a little bit. Like, socks are for babies. Right. Shoes are for doers. I doubt that this Mark guy wears underwear. You know? Underwear is a, is a modern invention. Yeah. You know? Undergarments. They used to just have pants. And, and you know, they call it commando. You know? It's like... Right. You're in charge. It's like... When you don't have underwear on, you're in charge. It's like... I mean... <laughs> they don't call it, like, sissy chafe. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you you know? don't want to be, like, you know... There's guys yeah, if, in Hollywood who have, like, a reputation for, like, purposely not wearing underwear so they can just, like... Make you look at their schlong and their pants. You <laughs> the know, things I'm not you gonna, know. Well, I there's a couple of guys. I do there's know about guys. the Justin Thoreau sweatpants. There's a Thoreau thing. There's a Thoreau theory, and there's a Don Draper. You know. Oh, da, uh, what's his name? Yeah, John Ham. John. John Ham. John Ham. There's he's, a there's he's a got theory. That, there's he, a theory that Ham's letting it hang. I, he's got the hang ham <laughs> again. I don't know if it's true. I'm, just I'm not. I, is that? A, is this a slippery slope? Like first you're not wearing socks and you're not wearing underwear. I'm just saying. I think the purpose, <laughs> the, the the best reason for underwear is that you're trying not to like give the. You don't want to give you the outline unnecessarily, you know. But I'm saying. But I'm just saying. I don't no, think I don't that, think that think guy painting reason. paintings. I just don't think he's got anything. He's just got just pants, shirt, shoes. That's it. Maybe a hat. That's all Mark's wearing. He's not wearing underwear. He's not wearing socks. Because it's just like, I don't have time for that. I've got to paint. The thing that I've done with these shoes is I've worn them without socks a few times. And my feet have stunk, but every time, <laughs> it's no, my feet have sweat, but they haven't stunk. Yet. Yet. Maybe, so there's, some, like, maybe there's a material in there that's, because if you. Maybe it, I just put powder in the sock, in the shoes. I've got powder. If I get some powder. Odor readers. And then. Not a sponsor. I'm a, I'm, I think maybe I'll try that. 
because I just want it so bad. I don't, and I still don't know why I want it. Have you it. dealt with the powder before? No. Okay, well. It gets under your toenails and stuff? It's, you know, you put the powder in the shoe, and then you shake the shoe, and then you look in the shoe, and you're like, the powder's gone. The powder's not gone. The powder has gotten into the crevices. Okay. You put your foot in there, and you begin sweating. Initially, the powder absorbs the sweat, and then the powder is like, I'm still here, right? Yeah. And so, like, the next time you put powder in, and definitely the next time you put powder in, now the powder's like, we gotta go somewhere. And it'll become like a little ball of powder Ew. that's got sweat in it. And it's just a little nasty little ball. And I think- you One think, ball? I think maybe it might be multiple. Cause I've got a couple like of- Like down uh, there at the toes? Cause I don't have room at my toes. No, so like hiking shoes and uh, shoes I've had for many, many years that like I work out in and stuff like that. Those are the only ones that I have to do the powder in, and sometimes I look down there. And I'm like, I couldn't put my foot into this sh shoe without a sock. I wouldn't dare, because okay. your sock keeps going in and grabbing the powder and pulling it out, and gives it a way out. But if your foot goes in, I just think I just think that's bad news. It's creating some sort of a putty. Put <laughs> putty. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's creating a putty. Oh gosh. Mm -hmm. And none of this is, for that. is is curtailing my desire. You still want I, it's it? It's so strong. Like <laughs> maybe I'm maybe I could just have the foot stink. I mean, I take a shower every morning. I do scrub my feet directly. Yeah, and my feet don't sweat that much. Okay, well, you know what? Give us an update. I'll let you know when my loafers come in. Okay. Apartments.com has more rental listings than anywhere else. So finding the perfect place is easier than ever and so is finally moving in together, just the two of you. It's a big step. Lots of new responsibilities, lots of adjustments. Most likely they'll wake you up at odd hours to go to the bathroom. And you'll most definitely find yourself in trouble coming home late for dinner. They may even unroll all your toilet paper next time. It's just what happens when you two find a new place together. But you're not doing it because you feel like it. No, you're doing it because you love them, because they're family. And that's why Apartments.com has more pet-friendly rental listings on the internet. Did you know that's what we were talking about? Yes. Pets. So that you and your furry family can find the perfect new place together. Apartments.com, the place to find a pet-friendly place. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 US-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Um, but I wanted to tell you about something that occurred on my date night with my wife. There's multiple levels to this. So give me a second. Okay. Um, Jesse and I went out to eat on our date night, as we do. We checked into the restaurant. We had a reservation that was made by Sarah, um, who's been working for us for a little bit here. And um, that comes, that'll be key in a second. So we check in and um, the woman checking us in, the host looks us up and says, ah, date night. <laughs> and I was like, okay, are we really giving off like married vibes this hard. They're <laughs> yeah. like, you know, right. Tuesday night, yeah. restaurant, 7 p.m. reservation, we come in, obviously it's date night. So mm -hmm. I just chose to take it as a compliment. Yeah. Tuesday's also our date night, by the way. I think uh, you well, moved we, to Tuesday so we could sync our date nights. Yeah, well, again, I make a lot of sacrifices. <laughs> I didn't ask you to move it. I think Tuesday is a superior date night. There's, there's, it's the least amount of people at a restaurant. Yeah, because mine was Monday because sometimes they're not open on. Mine Mondays. was Thursday, and I do agree Tuesday is a better day because when it was Thursday, then the next night you also did something fun, and it was too much fun. Too much fun together. You got to have early week fun 
and it's easier to get a reservation. Yes. Now it feels a little less happening. I'm not interested in that. If you're interested in that. Um, and so we sit down and it was, we, you know, we, we put our order in and it was like a, the waiter, well, the waiter was kind of weird. You know what I'm saying? He was acting a little bit strange, saying things a little bit unusual, but he was also European. And so yeah. I was like, okay. Gotta let him have it. Is this guy just European? Could be. Uh, or, I hate to say this, is he a fan? That's what That was the next thing I thought because sometimes, okay, we've had the privilege of having enough people yeah. recognize us for what we do that it isn't uncommon for a waiter or someone in a kitchen to be a fan and then we find out. And one of the ways I usually find out is the waiter acts weird for a certain amount of time. Yeah. And then at the end of the meal, they say, by the way, big fan. Right. And I like it when they just tell me up front because I don't like to be in this, are you weird or are you a fan? And I'm not saying that, <laughs> I, don't say that the wrong way. I'm not saying that mythical beasts are weird. I mean, a lot of you are, let's be honest, but we are too. <laughs> we embrace it. Yeah. Hey, you speak for yourself. <laughs> I'm weird too. Um, I just spoke for myself. And so <laughs> I just never know what it is. And I also hate to think this because it is an incredibly inherently self-absorbed way to navigate the world is like this person acting this way because of me. And so I don't even, when, when that starts happening, I'm like, I don't even like thinking this. So I'm just not, so I'm going to just assume he's a European guy. You know, <laughs> he's just a European guy. <laughs> and, um, he says, would you like me to just bring the stuff out as it's ready? Or do you want to do it in a certain order? And we're like, as it's ready. Mm. Not interested in the order. And so he, he, he brings some things out. Now we had, uh, there you was- You don't want to get your main and then get a salad, but obviously. <laughs> Stay tuned, friend. <laughs> oh no. So we had ordered this side that was a braised kale. It was sort of like collard greens, like a uh, but kale, and they can charge more if they call it that, I guess. And uh, but we also had an entree like thing that was a big piece of meat that was obviously the entree. <laughs> and somewhere in the middle of the meal, they brought uh, some like you know everybody's doing this pork belly. Everybody's got a pork belly course, and they brought. We didn't order it, and so he sits it down and says the pork belly, and I was like, oh oh. Um, we didn't order that. Mm -hmm. And he was like, oh, I'm sorry, and he takes it. So then it bring the entree, and the only thing left is that braised kale. We finish the entree, 20 minutes pass, and then I tell Jesse, I'm like, they forgot. They forgot about the kale, and it's fine, because we're both uh, full, and also, it's kale. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It says like we want to we right. want to end this evening on kale. I, hey, oh no! <laughs> right. So, right. Then he comes up with nothing, and he leans down and whispers into my ear. Yes. <laughs> only, and he says, "Don't worry. There's something else coming." <laughs> okay. <laughs> then he walked away. Mm. I'm like, again, you must have looked worried. At this point. <laughs> I told Jesse, I told him, she was like, what did he say? I relayed it. And she said, well, he's going to bring the kale. And I said, <laughs> I said, it wasn't a kale whisper. He didn't say anything about the kale. He said, something yeah. else is coming. And he said, don't worry. Right. But you were worried about the kale. <laughs> and so I told her, I said, you know when somebody's whispering about kale. I said, he's a fan or the chef is a fan and they're bringing something else special. Don't worry. They're bringing, the kale is long gone. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Five minutes pass. He comes back with the kale. <laughs> My ego <laughs> cracks, takes another hit. <laughs> and, uh, but as he sets the kale down, your ego was braised. He leans in again. Another whisper. And he says, There's something else coming. Don't worry. <laughs> this time he didn't say, don't worry, he just said, there's something else coming. Oh, that whisper I gave So then he leaves, and I'm like, in reference to the kale. I'm telling you, see, there is something else coming, <laughs> not the kale. He is a fan. Mm -hmm. I'm a, I'm, first of all, I'm on a roller coaster ride at this point. I'm up, yep. I'm down, I'm up. 
Yeah. Are you European? <laughs> and so <laughs> then about 10 minutes later, he Did, comes back. After you ate the kale? Oh, we ate the kale. How was the kale? Um, it's kale. Okay, yeah. It was as good as kale can get. At that point in the meal. But I knew there was something else coming, so I was willing to eat it because <laughs> it wasn't going to be the last taste in my mouth. The last taste in my mouth was going to be this grand gesture of sweetness and appreciation of all the work that I put on the internet. Yeah, we have. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, I was the one there at the point, in that point. Where's Link? And uh, <laughs> he comes back and he sets down a dessert. That you didn't it order? beignets with some sauces and there was a candle in one of the beignets. Mm. And then he says, happy anniversary. (laughs) (laughs) Happy anniversary. And at that point, he said the thing I wasn't prepared for. You know, I was prepared for (laughs) big fan (laughs) (laughs) or something like that. I wasn't prepared for happy anniversary. Neither was Jesse. And then he walked away before we could say, it's not our anniversary. We actually don't want dessert. We're both kind of full. But you know me. I'm going to eat it. So then, I like a good beignet. Jesse was like, it's a donut that you can charge more for. Well, here's what Jesse says. Jesse's like, we got confused with another table Mm. that is having an anniversary. They also had the pork belly, by the way. Right. And she says, we need to tell them. We need to tell them that it's not our anniversary because anniversary couple... They're not getting anything right now. They got jack shit. Don't worry. You're not getting anything. We've got their beignets. I've eaten all of them. (laughs) (laughs) By the time she finishes making her point. (laughs) I've eaten all of them. Did you blow out the candle first? (laughs) Oh, of course. First thing I did. It was lit and all. And yeah. And so (laughs) then I'm like, baby, we can't. No. I said, this is their mistake. You know, they'll figure it out. Anniversary couple will figure it out. And, um, but then, so then we text Sarah because Jesse was like, did you tell them something when you made the, did you tell them that it was our anniversary? Because she's a little bit of a jokester. Maybe she's like, oh, they'll get something free if I say this. (laughs) And then she was like, I just told them it was a date Date night. night. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, okay, Yes, you said it was date night. That's why the woman said date night. We weren't giving off the married vibes. And somehow, date night got turned into anniversary, I think. That's oh. my theory. Um, but anyway, no, no one was a fan. Uh, he was just European. Uh, nobody in the back was a fan. Uh, no one had any idea who I was. They just thought I was a man on his anniversary, date night. And I took full advantage. Don't know that what the was lesson. A, that was this. a roller coaster. That was a an emotional roller coaster. Man, <laughs> at least the last thing you tasted wasn't braised kale. Yeah, it, it was the really good kale though. Um, but you always got to say the answer is always well. I want this in. It's, I want this in the order. You know, it's like in the right order. Well, it, I didn't think it meant we would bring the side twenty minutes after the, yeah. the entree. And that, I just wh- thought it meant we might give you a salad and then get. Why on earth would they even ask? Do you want this as it's ready? Well, yeah, because I want it to be hot. hot. But then I also don't want to eat kale as dessert because by that, if I had said yes, I would have been waiting forty minutes for the entree just for the kale to be done, and then it might would have been cold, or I would have lost interest. You know. Hmm. Would you like to hear about interstates? <laughs> yes, I totally forgot. I don't. I don't know. I was fascinated. You gonna blow by my this. mind about interstates after all this? You now. First of all, you Link and you listening, you may already know about this. I didn't. I never thought about it, and it was a little bit mind blowing. Now I got this information from a TikTok. As I get, I learn everything from TikTok, but it was really. Okay. From a I shop on Instagram. I learn on TikTok. It was a, it was really sort of a redux of a uh, CGP Gray video. This is a YouTuber that does these explainer videos. Very well researched, funny, informative. So you tell me when I say something, you're like, I already knew that, or no, didn't know that. And let's see how hard I blow your mind. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Okay. First things first, 
East West running I, interstates. Okay? I have nothing to prove, and I never do. <laughs> okay. So. All right. I'm just, listen, that's not what I'm asking. East West running interstates always end in zero. Mm-hmm. And North South hey, running don't, interstates. Jenna, don't, don't Jenna give me that. the answer. Jenna knew that. <laughs> okay. Did you know? And then North South are always ending in a five. Major interstates. North South always. Well, I know 95 goes north-south, and I know that 40 goes east-west. Okay, so you didn't know either of these things. No, I did not know these things. And did you know that the placement of these interstates is in a grid across the United States? So as you're going east-west, you're you're stacking horizontal interstates on top of each other, starting with 10, and then 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, 70, 80, 90, and they basically represent the percentage of the way they are across the country. So 10% across the country, 10, 20%. Now, it's not exact. Huh. But if like 90% away, you're up north, you're, then you... And it, they're not exactly to a grid like that, but that's kind of what okay. they're going for. And the same goes... 5, 15, 25, 35, 45, 55, it's, 65, it's 75, 85, it's 90. west to east for the vertical interstates, not east to west. Well, I guess that's not. Well, no, I it's guess like that's how you read. It's like reading. So the number. It's just like a grid. It's it's like. Well, a, I just have this predisposition because I always go towards the west because I'm. A, I started on the east. But it's but no, it's just like it goes up as it goes right, and it goes up as it goes north. And the country was developed east to west, so I thought that as that the would make some sense. Interstates were developed. They were probably because the interstate system didn't come about until we had gotten all the way to California. I guess not. Uh, it's a or pretty did they recent rename thing. Uh, what was the president who did it? Was it was it FDR? I don't know that either. It was about tra- it was basically for the military. It was about the military being able to get things across. So you can kind of if you're hopping on an interstate, you can kind of know. Oh, if this is an odd number, or is it? Did you say fives or odds? Fives, mm-hmm. fives and zeros. I, I will, there, I, I'm, I've only scratched the surface, my friend. But the <laughs> major interstates and then fives. Okay. Now, because I know 85 goes down to Atlanta, but 95 is goes down to Florida. Right. So most of them go all the way across the country. So like 40 goes from California. To North Carolina, right. right? It goes. And I always thought of it the opposite because I was. I, that's where I. And came then ninety five, I believe, may go from Maine to Florida. They don't all go all the way to the farthest state, and then they. But they. But most of them get almost all the way across the country. They make that trek. Sometimes because the country isn't just big grid, they'll like meet at a city. Like I think it's like seventy five and eighty five. Like meet at a city. Okay. You know. But uh, there's one. The only one I know after 85 that goes vertical, well, I know the, I know the five, I guess we know the 15. I don't know a 25, 30, a 35. 75 goes through Knoxville, Tennessee. Okay, so you, yeah, I don't know that one. Mm-hmm. Right, so 85, this is interesting because 75 and 85 actually cross each other. It's a weird thing. Mm-hmm. So 85 goes from Petersburg, Virginia to Montgomery, Alabama, but it also crosses over 75. And in one case, there is an interstate 45 that doesn't even leave Texas. It goes state. from like two major cities, and it's kind of at a diagonal, but I guess it could continue on forever to the north if you needed it to, but like huh. enough roads go up there where nobody lives. Okay. Like my, I said, I'm only getting started. My, yep. So far, my mind is being lightly massaged, like lightly poofed. It's being poofed, like just breathed but not heavily blown. upon, but not blown. Yeah, on. <laughs> I, you know, it's not being breathed. It's not being whispered to. Don't worry. The reason, <laughs> the reason that was mind blowing to me, is because it feels so obvious once it's pointed out, and you're like, well, of course, of course, that's the case. It seems like how, I would have, how have inferred I, it. How have I lived and traveled on all these interstates? I've done the full 95, and I've done the full 40. Yeah, but that's... Actually, in the same year, I did both of those and still didn't realize it. Well, that's because with either one of those, you'd never encounter another... Another one. But technically, Wait, you crossed all of them. You, you, uh, yeah, 40. you wouldn't have... Count, if you're on 40, you wouldn't have encountered another horizontal, but you... 
you would have encountered all of the verticals, but, mm-hmm. give or take. But you would have not thought Even about that it because you're just following, one a, following a GPS and you're not thinking about what you're crossing. Right. But okay, okay, again, I was just getting started. Those are the majors. Interstate minors are always three digits, okay? And these last two okay. digits match the major, right? Yeah. If the first, so, so in other words, like you got 440, you got 540, in Raleigh, mm-hmm. right? If the first but those are both circles. The, uh-uh, no, they're not. Mm-hmm. If the first number is even, it reconnects back to the major. Mm-hmm. So 440, which is often, which is a belt line, but it also what? connects back. If the first number is fi- uh, uh, an odd number, it's a spur and it does not reconnect back to the thing. So 540 actually doesn't connect back to 40, and that makes sense because 540 like goes down to Fuquay or Holly Springs and doesn't get back to 40. You know what's actually blowing my mind at this point? The fact that you majored in civil engineering, you took at least one course, oh, I which is about nothing but traffic. But you it was t- traffic. It wasn't interstates. We what? didn't talk about this. We didn't talk about interna- uh, international. You we did didn't a whole national You planning. did a whole course on traffic, and you didn't talk about the interstates? Uh, actually, we had to... Um, I think we had to engineer the 64 bypass as our project. But I was just like, oh, that's the number. No one talked to us about that. Right. Um, okay. Huh. So those are the minors, but... But 540 is eventually going to be a complete belt line around Raleigh. No, it's not. North Carolina. So... No, it's not. I thought that was the plan. And then they're going to have to change the, it to, from a five. Five means it never connects. So they're... Back. As, as is always the case with everything, there are exceptions to every single thing that I'm saying. So yes, there are some evens that reconnect. And I don't know if it means that if 540 does eventually connect back to 40, they'll change it to 640, but they might. I don't know how it works. That's a lot of signage you got to update. But technically, they plan when they put a, even an odd number, they are planning for this to be a spur and to not reconnect. Okay. But I'm still not done. <laughs> there, are, of course, are duplicates of these things because all along 40, You've right. only got nine different ways to go off of 40. Mm-hmm. And you've got all these states you're passing through, so there's going to be multiple 540s throughout the nation, right? And uh, in some states, there's like CGP talks about this in the video, but like I think Maryland has like every 95 except 995 or something. It's like, oh, you could have just mm-hmm. added one more and you would have had it. Okay. Now... And Jenna, you're you're not surprised by any of this. You're like, mm-hmm. She mm-hmm. knows what she knows it. Uh-huh. Yeah, I I'm, I'm, I'm not. I'm, I'm my dad um, trained me how to um, find my way around without GPS. He'd get me lost on purpose uh, yeah. when I was first started learning how to drive and be like, find your way home. And this is such a dad. Yeah, so I, I know all about, like, that's why at 405, you know, 405 is going to come back to the 5 at some point. Like, yeah, that's why out here people are so surprised when I don't have my GPS on when they're in the car with me. Like, how it's like, oh, well, I know where I'm going. I'm going this way. Right. And the thing <laughs> is, is that this is not only somewhat useful in modern times. But this would be end times. very useful in the <laughs> yeah. end times. Yeah. Oh, but if there's a huge when earthquake get across the in country, LA, if there's a huge earthquake in LA, I know exactly what I need to do. Right. I know exactly all the roads. <laughs> you know so exactly. Back to your dad. Would your dad? Yeah. Would your dad just drop you there, and then would there be? And then he would leave, or would he just be silent in the car? He'd be silent and in the car. You, okay, yeah, it was when my brother. Uh, no, it was <laughs> when my brother and I um, were. We had our learner's permit, so like we, because we're we're twins. So my brother would be in the back seat, and I would be driving, and my dad would be in the passenger seat, and he'd just be like, "All right, find a way home." And uh, mm-hmm. he'd just sit there <laughs> and would only yell at us if we made like incorrect choices in like our, our braking or or um, accelerating. Um, but it, smart, he just man. let us get lost if we. And got... you didn't know this was that he was going to do this. It would be like at random times. It, yeah, it would be at random times. He'd, he'd say, "We're going on an adventure. We'll find. Let's find a new way home. Find mm. a different way." So, so I'd have to learn different ways. You had to learn to you you learned to be very vigilant while you were riding in a car. Yeah, it's like I mean, my yeah. kids. Yeah, it's like oh, their brain when, is off. Whenever they got their license, of course they just start. You, you know, I had to. 
the most dad thing I did was teach him where to put the phone with the GPS on it so that it wasn't unsafe. Like I felt like I was doing my dad ism. Yeah. At that point, that's it, the best I could conjure. It definitely helps. I um, when I went camping once because I am vigilant, and even if I have the GPS on going to a new location, I still kind of look around. I'm like, oh, okay, this is here, this is the road, blah blah. And I was leaving this campground once, and none of my uh, none of my stuff was working. Zero. Couldn't couldn't figure it out, and I literally just retraced my steps. And it was like three days after I had done the route. And I just literally just retraced huh. my steps, and it took me about 45 minutes to get service back. And wow. I just, re- yeah, I just went back the way I came that I remembered. Um, now, the one thing I do know about interstate is that the mile markers are markers every mile. Yeah. Smart, Link. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's smart. Mm-hmm. Okay, last piece of information here. So I've given you the, the majors and the minors, right? Yep. There's interstate mediums. So these are numbers like 64, 29, and those... I thought those are just highways. Well, I didn't say Highway 64. I said I-64 or I-29. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Interstate. You still have to have the I. It's still an interstate. It still has the little blue and red with the crown at the top. So I'm not talking about Highway 64, which is like the black diamond... Yeah, Interstate 64, Interstate 29, these would be, they would fall in sequence. So 29 is going to be between uh, 25 and 35. But because it's a 9, it ends in a 9, it's going north-south. If it ends in an even, just like the majors, it's going to go east-west. So the the, the odds and the evens always correspond to which direction they're going. But then that first number, 29, it would be the 2. Okay, we know that that's going to be between 35 and 25. 64, I-64 is going to be between 50, I mean, between 60 and 70. But they reserve it for s- shorter interstates? Yes, and there are many duplicates of these because, now, so it might be that, like, all along this little corridor in between, uh, thir- like, 35 and 25. right you would have the option for a 29, but it might be, well, there's a 29 here, and then you go a few states, and there's another 29 here. It doesn't necessarily mean that they're all going to be connected. connected. Gotcha. And uh, these are, according to the to that YouTube video, these are all in the same sequence except for 99. I-99 apparently ends up being, I guess it would be to the west of 95 instead of the east of 95 because it feels like it would be almost all the way. It would be like right along the ocean. Interestingly, um, the highway that is on the the ocean, they call it Highway 1, but that's different because it's not inter- it's not I-1 right. in California. But it, they, they, it was almost like they were kind of like, it was like an homage to the numbering system because it was a one, right? Just found that interesting. Because well, isn't it Highway it, 1? Yeah, but does it go interstate? Um, I don't know. I don't think so. But interstates don't have to go interstate. They can be intrastate like the one, like 45 in Texas. <sighs> so anyway, man. I just blew your mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, you bre- you definitely breezed it. You definitely yeah, every, now that it. it's fresh. Now that you, when you see the, the foot of the shoe and, and the number, you can be like, fresh. Oh, there is a convention. There is a reason for this. Mm-hmm. That again isn't always followed, but it, it there was some intention behind it. It's just not random. Hmm. So during the zombie apocalypse, you will be able to like traverse, you know, across the the nation and know like, oh, okay, we just ran into sixty five. Let's go left. To go north on it, you know it's, it's. I mean, it's interesting to be to be living, breathing, and navigating within something, and then realizing that it, it all makes sense on a, on a, continental scale. Well, it doesn't make too much sense, it's, <laughs> but it makes more sense than nothing. It's a lot like the English language. Oh, there are plenty of exceptions. I'm just saying we did our best. Yeah, you, right. didn't, yeah, yeah. you didn't blow my mind, but you strangely gave me a sense of comfort. Okay. And that's that's really what I value. So I can go drop you off in the middle of nowhere and be like, find a new way home from <laughs> Kansas. 
I'm never leaving home without Jenna. I'll just put it <laughs> yeah, out there. Yeah, just, just, just take me on all road trips. I it's, know where to go. Well, it's kind of in the job description. Yeah. <laughs> Happy anniversary, guys. Yeah. <laughs> How many throwbacks can I make at the end of this? Well, we need a wreck from you. Oh, um, my recommendation, I totally forgot what it was. What was it mm. at the top of this thing? Talk about shoes you can wear without socks. Uh, of course, I'm not a sponsor, but this, uh, I got these flip-flops. They're called Archies, Australian-based company. Is that what you're wearing? No. Because, okay. Um, they're actual flip-flops. They're flip-flops that support your arch in a way that I am addicted to wearing these. I, I wear them in the house. They're my house shoes. Um, because they're good for my feet and it like it my uh, physical therapist sold me on them because you know if you're if your foot is not pronating if it's if it's leaning in and you don't have enough arch support then it messes up your alignment for everything at least that's what they say but I'd worn these things to the point where they, they're virtually indestructible uh, but I wore them so long and so hard that I finally popped the flip-flop Rest in peace, Jimmy Buffett. Uh, and I, I gladly bought another pair. The thong of, popped. Yep, the thong popped. But um, I mean, it's been a, it's been a couple of years of literally wearing these things every day, and they're just they're just really. I got flat feet, so they're good for the feet. And there's no, there ain't no sweating in a flip flop. But if you're gonna wear a flip flop all the time, and you're, and you, you, you know, you don't want you don't want to be in your middle age plantar fasciitis. Mm. Stage. That'll ruin it. Get night. yourself some Archies. I can vouch for these puppies. Okay, well, thanks for joining us for another Ear Biscuit. Remember that you can take part in the conversation yourself by leaving us a voicemail at 1 888 EarPod1. And also, you can yeah. join the conversation online with hashtag Ear Biscuits. We always appreciate that. Bye for now. I have to say, well, first of all, it's Ashley from uh, San Luis Obispo, California. And I had to say that I haven't even gotten to the important part of the most recent episode of Ear Biscuits. And Link's talking about his dream about fighting Rhett. And I just love that they're both like, oh, it's never happening, it's never happening, and then proceed to immediately get into an argument about who would win. That's, that's, uh, that's Red Link for you. Thanks, man. Love you guys. <laughs>